The first time I heard about Clash Mini, I thought this is the perfect esports game. That's a good question. Ah, that, that's a tricky question. Um, yeah. Someone uh, is having 45k or something trophies because something I mean, ridiculous. It is, yeah. it is crazy. I gained over one or two days, I believe, 100,000 subscribers on YouTube, on my YouTube channel, which was crazy. Really? Which was completely crazy. Wow. I mean, what's up, guys, and welcome back to the Mobile Gamers Podcast. We are your hosts, Tez and Lobs, and today we are joined with none other than Itsu. He is one of the most well-known faces in the Clash community, amassing over 400,000 subscribers across his three channels. He is an ex-pro player turned caster, a content creator both in German and English, and he represents the mighty tribe gaming. Itsu, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me, and um, I'm excited for the questions you have for me. Yeah, we appreciate you being here, especially because we are also interested in this topic as well, because we've been playing Clash Mini, and we noticed you've been investing a lot of time into Clash Mini, and you actually have a whole channel dedicated to it. So we're just kind of wondering if you think Clash Mini is going to be the next big game for Supercell. I think that's a really good question. Um, I think, yes, it has the potential to be. Um, at the same time, it really depends on the next updates, how they look like. Um, but just overall, like if you think about which games so far were really successful for, for Supercell in general, and I mean, Clash of Clans still being the, one of the biggest, or if not the biggest game for them, player base wise, it's because it's so casual friendly and you do not really have to concentrate too much, right? So you could get back home after school, after work day, get onto your couch, maybe put on a series or something and then do one or two attacks next to it. Well, on Broad Stars or like Clash Royale, you really have to concentrate. You kind of like have to put all of your concentration into that specific game. Mm. And watching a series next to it is really like not that easy. Mm. I think this is a really important thing right now for games to be that flexible, that casual friendly, but at the same time, obviously fun. And this is something which in the future we're going to see with the next updates. Game modes, good, bo good, bad, maybe the social features which might get added and so on. So this is, in my opinion, the next couple of updates are going to decide kind of which direction this is going to be. Well, that, that's, that's, it's so true. Like, I mean, realistically, if you look back at like Brawl Stars, like it had like almost a year and a half of like being in beta before it was even like, you know, a real game. Um, but I think when you look at that as well, when it started, it was it was not like that, you know, good of a game. Like obviously people loved like, you know, that hype around being a, like in a new game, playing, but it had a lot of work to do. And I mean, for a, the longest time, people didn't even know if it was going to like even be like fully released. You know, it's been in beta for so long, but I think then also like when it released, it was like in its best state possible to actually like, you know, become the best game it possibly could have been. Yeah, like if you compare it like you did with Brawl Stars, I think Brawl Stars over the beta had a lot of changes with like the horizontal mode and everything like changed. Mm -hmm. While in Clash Mini, I feel like the developers are kind of happy with the state of the game right now, like in general, like they're not yeah. going to change anything from the gameplay itself or like going to change to, to a different mode or anything. Um, they're only going to add features to get to this stage where they maybe think the game could go global, which is already a good sign where I feel like a lot of people are interested in. Um, and yeah, I mean, so far we had so many big YouTubers having a lot of fun playing the game and dedicating a whole new channel to this, which is typically already a really good sign uh, when so many people are interested in the game and creating content around it. Is there anything in specific you think Clash Mini needs in order to be successful with a global launch? 
That's a good question. Ah, that that's a tricky question. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I think I think one thing which is really important is having a good um, progression system in the beginning for free to play players. I think that's a really big problem. That's why um, before the yeah. second update, where we're recording this, so many people stop playing, stop watching videos, stop watching streams, stop streaming is because there's not really too much to play for. Like the, the mini pass ended, mm -hmm. uh, the daily quests are only giving you more mini, which you already most likely have maxed out. So there's not too many things you can play for, you can grind for. So I think those are the biggest things they need to fix. Um, in addition to that, having a lot, like a big variety of heroes at minis, which I feel like makes this game so much fun to have like different heroes, different minis to face every single game because I think otherwise the game might be really boring. Like for example, in at the, in the, in the beginning, um, in the higher trophy ranges, there was only queen. Yeah. In the lower trophy ranges, there was only contest. So mm. it's really like, as long as there's only one hero played, this is where this game gets really repetitive. So having a big variety of well-balanced heroes and minis, I think is a really key thing to make sure that every single game feels different again with those special maps as well and i think uh, that's really cool so yeah i mean i personally hope for like a 2v2 mode i think something like that would be really fun oh, I, I think it'd be, that so, would be sick, so honestly cool. uh just like to like try to navigate through everything yeah um but yeah i think there's so many possibilities of where they could go and as you guys said i mean the different game modes is especially one thing which i would add as well just to have diversity and make the player not think okay i'm going into another game like the game i just played before and and so on so it does not feel repetitive and you have more different options it almost seems like at the top level there's a divide between people who play rumble and people who play duels one suggestion that one of the players brought up was having like two individual leaderboards so like one for rumbles and one for duels and i thought that was a really like, interesting idea to like almost like split up progression and it gives you like more things to like look forward to because i mean like at, at a base level you have like you know kind of like clash royale you just like you're playing for trophies and if you get you know so many trophies you're now number one in the world kind of thing i think it's really important to know that right now there's two different perspectives i mean maybe with with the guys you talk with i would call like this specific com competitive i don't know if i would even call it like that but like this bubble of the mm. community of course, they, they, they want to have tournament standards. That would be great. Uh, spectate mode would be a really yeah. nice feature. Um, I mean, I am I'm the, in that bubble as well. Like, that would be really great for me as well. But I think at the same time, like, just taking a look at the entire picture, I feel like it's way more important mm. to add more mini or more heroes first and especially have a better trophy road, have a better um, progression for new players because at the end of the day, if this really sucks and the game only feels playable for like players who invest money, the game isn't going to survive. That's not how those games work. So yeah. I think for Supercell, even though it obviously hurts me and um, a lot of people who are like in the same in the same uh, boat, we want to have tournament mode, but it is what it is, right? Like first, the game needs to be like better for everyone, kind of, and then mm -hmm. um, we can like or like then Supercell can cater if they want to the different communities, different bubbles within that community. But um, yeah, for sure. I think not only the tournament standard and the spectate mode, but as well like the, the trophy system um, where it just really needs to be like some sort of competitive healer system maybe. I think that's what I enjoy the most. 
where it's like really trophy based on how many trophies you gain and how many trophies you lose because otherwise you see what is happening yeah. in game right now with like someone uh is having 45k or something trophies because something I mean, ridiculous it is, yeah. it is crazy and to be honest i i try to do say this a lot of times because people try to misunderstand me but i really i have huge respect for king um for grinding the game so much i could not do that i mean mm. i i love clash media yeah. it's a lot of fun in my opinion but I could not grind the game that much. And that's just crazy. It's a so, lot of hours to like yeah, put into but, a game. But still, because I think comp like a leaderboard sy system should be a representative of skill, of like how good a player actually is. And I am 100% certain that the current top 10 is not really the best top 10 players in the game, even of the top 10 yeah. made to win players, if you want to call it like that. Like not even close. Um, and... It is what it is, right? Like, don't don't hate the player, hate the system. But that's why what I would yeah. like to see, like them really working on a on an ELO system. Maybe they say, okay, in the current state, it's not working because of how many players are playing the game. I don't know. I don't have any data, obviously, on that. It's just it's something that's gonna come with time. Obviously, like you can never like have it happen overnight. And like, I mean, the update hasn't come out for is it like almost three months now? Yeah. The last like major update. Yeah, pretty much. Somewhere around those lines. We're getting sneak peeks now, though. So by the time this video uh this podcast released uh it definitely will be out in terms of updates i think you can let us know in the comments if it's true what we're expecting yeah <laughs> we could be completely wrong yeah that's true. let us know how wrong we are <laughs> as a uh, casual player i do still love watching esports for specifically clash royale and also rocket league do you think there's a chance for esports in clash mini the first time i heard about clash mini i thought this is the perfect esports game not because of only the the mm. play style or whatever but because of the casting um i know that vlad really loves to have like the um that everyone who's watching the stream understand what he's watching and i think this type of game is perfect for that i mean obviously first of all it's an auto chess game which is from the beginning already complex like yeah. you cannot say that everyone is supposed to understand one of the most complex games out there that's not how it works but at the same yeah. time it's the job of the caster then to explain it and he has in between of every round a lot of time to do so and then you have around about 15 or like 10 to 15 seconds of pure action where then you can like go into the gameplay itself so i feel like casting wise obviously like someone needs to do who's like able to lead the viewer through everything but I think casting-wise, this game is perfect for, for esports, for live stream, for live broadcast. You know, looking at your history, it's, you've come from, you know, Clash of Clans being a, you know, a pro player there or ex-pro player now. You know, when did you realize that, like, like, content creation would be, like, your, like, a real career option for you? That's a good question. Um, actually, for that, I kind of have to explain why I started YouTube or, like, where I'm coming from. Because I, w I never started YouTube and was like, yeah, that's going to be my business. I screw school, whatever, or like do not study or something. <laughs> that's not how it works. And no one else up there should approach uh, this like that. Because I started with YouTube, more like in Clash of Clans, where I just uploaded videos because I freaking had to lose. <laughs> that's how easy it is. <laughs> that's so true. And I always uploaded videos where I explained strategies to my friends. So back then it was just like a client of friends in Clash of Clans. And then at some point, I just gave up. Like they were, 
they were they were not really i don't know not interested in my, into my videos i don't know whatever mm -hmm. so i was searching for a new for a better clan um and because like clash of clans back then was just so much fun to me and i loved the strategic aspect but at the same time i was searching for other players other other um brands who would compete at the same level as I did and want to compete at the same level because it obviously takes some time to, to get good at the game. I mean, there's a lot of question always like, it's how do you learn Clash of Clans? There is not like a magic water you have to drink and then you're specifically good at the game or anything. No, it takes time, like anything mm. in life. Like it takes time. You have to consider if it's worth it putting that time into that. But at the same time, that, that's how, how life works. Yeah. Um, and then I found like back then the client dark looters where I started to do videos for them were for like re recaps of our matches uh, because we were back then the best client in the world. Uh, I think it's fair to say that <laughs> at least on a fair play level, we like there was one big league globally um, and we won that league without a single like without a single loss. And I think that's fair to say that we were the best client back then. And then at some point started like more and more global competition where we were taking part in and then at some point there was like a um, builder based tournament. Like this was like the night village of Clash of Clans, which came out. And at that time mm -hmm. I was kind of like burned out from the regular, from the home village, from the regular Clash of Clans. So I switched over for a couple of streams and there was a tournament where you could win like 100,000 gems for your viewers, for your community. And I won that. And yeah, I this that. meant I gained over one or two days, I believe, 100,000 subscribers on YouTube, on my YouTube channel which was crazy really which was completely crazy wow. i mean it was great in first place and i think it was great for the youtube algorithm but just like it wasn't really the classic subscribers you typically get because all of them just wanted to gems or like at least most of them wanted to the gems so <laughs> it was like after yeah. the first couple of videos where i said okay i won't give out the gems right away there's going to be some <laughs> something you have to do for that most of them already were not not, not gone but inactive let's say it like this and then mm -hmm. um after like half a year or something where like uploaded a video maybe every week or something um i had to do or like i had to get into the decision of finishing my study or trying something else um so i paused my study kind of right uh and said okay for like one month i would just try to upload daily and see how it goes if it's going good i will test another mm -hmm. month and depending on how like the growth of everything is going to be and how much money I make, I will decide if I want to keep my study on hold, completely stop it, or what exactly I want to do. And after one month, everything mm. looked crazy good. Like, it looked actually way too good, to be honest. <laughs> then I was like, okay. Awesome. What? Okay. I know my parents are, going to be are not going to be happy, but I will try it another month. <laughs> I did again. It, it, <laughs> it kept going. And I yeah, was like, okay. Mom, dad, it's looking good. Like, take a look at the numbers. What do you think? Obviously, they said, okay, keep going what you're doing and we're supporting you in that. Um, but at the same time, do not stop the study. Make it like that it's um, still on hold, but not finished, uh, kind of. Which I did, but at some point got too expensive and like the YouTube hype never really ended. So I just switched completely to the YouTube. Um, yeah. Full-time content creation, everything. And if you're now wondering why exactly I didn't finish my study, because most of the time you can do both things at the same time. Back then it was like yeah. for finishing my study, I had to go to work and then write an exam about what, right. what exactly I learned. But back then without Corona, there were like every month at least 
a trip to somewhere for tournaments, for broadcasts and for everything, which is really hard mm. to tell your uh, employee that, okay, guys, this next week, I'm going to be gone again. <laughs> no, no, for no problem. Yeah, see, you later. see you later. Isn't this not going to work? <laughs> so I really had to decide what I should do. And the problem in, in YouTube and everything, it's not like you can just say, okay, I will take a break for half a year or maybe an entire year and then come back. That's not how it works. It can work, nah, but exactly. it's really unlikely that you're getting your feedback back into this. So yeah, back now I had to do, do this decision. And as I said, the numbers look way too good. So I decided for YouTube and that was exactly what I wanted to do because I always loved gaming and um, felt really in love with this with those type of strategy games and that's how i how i started and that's how i came all the way <laughs> that's so interesting so where in this whole journey did tribe gaming come into it um tribe gaming i mean the first time i had contact with tribe gaming in some regard not really tribe but like chief pet which is pretty much tribe gaming mm -hmm. um or like who is pretty much tribe yeah. gaming um <laughs> i actually beat him in one of the bitter based tournaments in the finals so that's where we had really like the first contact. <laughs> that's a pretty and, good flex. Um, then at some point, the World Championship got announced for Clash of Clans. And he just contacted me and said, uh, do you think this has a future? Do you know any good players? Do you know a good team which would be interested? I was like, yeah, sure. I, no, I'm, I'm kidding. I obviously, did, <laughs> I obviously did not say it like this. But like after talking a little bit, um, we were going into the same direction. Let's say it like this. And yeah, that was pretty much the mm -hmm. start. And since then I'm with Tribe and really happy. So you're just a content creator now. So you were ex-pro player. Yeah. You know, obviously you told us a little bit about like you had to go to tournaments and that kind of stuff, but what is it, what does like the day in the life of like a pro player look like? Cause I guess people like, you know, they have the idea of like, oh, I play this game and I'm really good at it, but is it not a whole nother level as a pro player? It's way more. You have way more the feeling of it actually being a job or something like that because it's way more structured. You kind of have to play it. Where, for example, you're really good at a game, whatever game it is. If you're overplaying it, you can stop whenever, right? You can say, okay, a couple of days off, or there's like this other really cool new game which I want to play. You can just play it and like have a break of one or two or even three weeks. If you're a professional player, this is not possible. This is your job, kind of like a content creator where you have to keep going even if you don't want to. I mean, it's pretty much, I, I love to compare it with, everyone has a favorite food out there, right? Like everyone loves to eat something um, specific. Let's say you're, you love to eat pizza, <laughs> but if you're eating pizza for an entire <laughs> year, trust me, you're going not, like you do not want to eat another day of pizza, right? So this is kind yeah, of the same thing with like gaming being your full-time job. So this, there are those days and um yeah as a professional player you have to keep going keep playing um keep improving because there's always that guy or girl behind you who could be better than you and replace you that's how easy it is and um yeah so there's yeah. always this type of pressure and otherwise i mean it is pretty much playing playing not playing all day because especially in clash of clans there's not that much money involved into the pro scene regarding the payment for yeah. the pros which is obviously based on the entire world system and everything. But um, that was one of the main reasons then again, why I, why I switched, but that's, I guess, a different topic. But otherwise, day of, a, day of a pro is pretty much do your normal job over the day, come back home, play the game in the evening or in the afternoon already, depending on what you're doing. Most of the time, the pro players are like studying or something. So they have 
maybe maybe more time and then in the evening most of the time a couple of more scrims different tournament matches and uh yeah next day do the next thing yeah you're a very knowledgeable person too like it's a it's a you know a great thing to have you on the podcast and talk about all these different things because i mean realistically like who would be able to you know let us into the mindset of someone who has realistically gone through the top level of pro play to then turn into one of the most like well-known creators that you know anyone in the like you know mobile gaming scene would know yeah you're um this word i heard recently is called a niche micro celebrity which is kind of just like <laughs> I, I pretty much is exactly what it is celebrities in yeah. small niche communities and i would say that you absolutely are that you're an inspiration for uh, me and taz and i'm just kind of curious on what inspires you my my motivation is always that as i started with like i freaking hate losing and in my opinion a game or whatever you're doing <laughs> when you're winning or you're going to be like if you're good at it it's more fun right like whatever you're doing if you're good at it it's more mm. fun yeah so i want to make sure that all of my viewers are becoming better at the game and having more fun playing that game or having more fun doing what they're doing in that game that's pretty much the entire setup for my videos where i'm not like going with maybe the mainstream youtubers who are doing what is going to get the the most clicks obviously as youtuber you always have to like optimize your your views and everything but at the same time i'm doing a lot of strategy guides which is typically referring to an older audience because the younger audience most <laughs> of the time likes those really flashy screamy um videos which is totally <laughs> fine but i really enjoy more like yeah. teaching things and making sure that the person on the other side of the of the screen is becoming a better player inside that game and having therefore more fun playing that game yeah no, i totally agree it's uh every different game has like a, dem a different like demographic of you know age range is like a big play like factor in terms of like what kind of content the audience of that game want to watch um i mean if you look at clash of clans it's been around for what almost nine years now 2013 is when i started playing um and I mean, like I've been playing it, you know, on and off for for a long time. But you know, back then I was thirteen, and I just like I cared about oh, you know, like just doing some like barch raids or like those kind of like basic things. And then as that kind of progressed, like I got older, and then started falling in love with like esports and uh, I guess like the technical side of uh, you know going into like a war, for example. Like I remember when wars came out, like. That's all my like for you page was. I just like watching things like Camaro Bro, uh, who else? Uh, you know, Chief Pat, uh, Galadon, uh, Mystic Seven, like all these guys. You know, posting like a bunch of like war related content because at the time, like that was like the next big update for Clash of Clans, and it really changed like the perspective in terms of like it was like a casual game, and as soon as wars came in, it was now like the competitive potential. And like skill level behind these players was now like available to like you know be used in a productive manner i feel like the videos where i grew up grew up with kind of in like clash of clans was like the videos from power bang they were always so like well structured and everything and he always had videos about the competitive scene so um yeah like for me those were the first videos where i like learned to know uh that this scene even exists in clash of clans and yeah it, it was a fun time like watching those videos and after i don't know like quarter of a year or something i was actually in a few of those videos so it, it felt 
completely crazy back then but it was a cool start and that's you know kind of coming back around to like why i think clash mini will be like really successful because you know looking back at you know i guess the progression of how people started you know playing games you know clash of clans and like heyday you know and then from there you kind of had like you know like three or four years later you had something like clash royale and then three or four years later it was you know Brawl Stars, and I guess, like, you know, they've always tried to push out new games like Rush Wars or, you know, Clash Quest, Everdell. I see a future possibly for them, but in terms of, like, the next big game, I don't see any of them being as successful for, like, a, a company like Supercell as, like, the potential of, like, Clash Mini. I think there's only one sad true answer, and uh, because I have a lot of questions from others who are, like, what should I do to grow in, like as a YouTuber or a streamer? But the, the sad truth is that 99% of the time, you just need luck. You could be the most hard, hardest working YouTube content creator out there. If you, know, if you have no reach whatsoever, or if you have no one else pushing you, it is nearly impossible for you to, to gain a lot of, or like a big reach or whatever. Um, and I think mm. for pretty much anyone, pretty much everyone, who's like really big, there's like this one or two lucky moments which they had and they used that. And then after that, obviously, it is hard work to keep that reach, to increase that reach. But getting this first boost, in my opinion, is 99% luck. That's how it is. For me, it was the same thing. As I said, I was lucky enough to be invited to this builder-based Night Village Clash of Clans tournament and won that one, which might be luck or skill or whatever, but I was lucky enough to be in that position. And after that, then I was able to push it and get, I got where I, where I am right now. So I feel like it's for the majority of big content creators or like whatever you consider big, but for the majority of content creators, it is pretty much a lot of luck involved. And after that, that's where the hard work is coming in before that. You should think about twice if you really want to consider this being a full-time job because it is really hard to get there and it's really, really risky as well. If you're going to like try and become a creator in 2022 in the mobile gaming scene, like Clash Mini is the best place to go for that because there's a much less in terms of competition. You know, you can try and become your own person if there's, you know, people who want to watch uh, Clash Mini content if you're like one of the only people creating content, you will get a lot of that traffic. And I guess that's probably where that skill level comes into, like almost like the foresight to jump in and like try and figure that out and go, this is like my next move. I think it's a huge risk of people saying like, okay, I'm, I'm a nobody when it comes down to YouTube. Like you don't want to disrespect anyone, mm. um, but like, they're not known yeah. anywhere. Start somewhere. Um, yeah, but it's a huge risk of doing that and trying to be a big, or like to become a big streamer or a YouTuber. Um, why I'm saying that is because if it would be easy, and for a lot of people, this is like the dream job, right? So a lot of people want to try to go for that. If it would be easy, everyone would do it, right? So it is not that easy. And in my opinion, you need like this, this little bit luck for sure. I don't know if it's 1%, I don't know if it's 
most likely something in between. Somewhere in yeah. the middle, yeah. yeah. <laughs> between e these two Either numbers. way, it is not only hard work, and you need some luck from the outside, where you need like a good prediction with Clash Mini jumping in content-wise, or you need some luck of being in the right place at the right time. Things like that always is is really, really beneficial. So all I'm trying to say is like someone not really committing everything into this one direction because I feel like I have mm. seen this with a couple of times. I have seen that I have seen that fail. And that's always um especially with those people that maybe quitting their job too early or something like that, this could really backfire. Mm. So so that's why I'm kind of that harsh in that direction. I do not want to stop anyone chasing their dreams. That's not the message I want to try to send, but try to really think twice what your next move is going to be and, and how safe this next move is actually so you wouldn't recommend that people drop out of school to pursue this <laughs> that, that's a good for a friend yes 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 <laughs> asking for a friend that sounds like a really solid plan to me <laughs> oh that'd be people crazy. are gonna clip this now and they'll be like it's you said it was good so like why have i like no, not been successful now jeez it's a I mean, actually, it was the other way around. I said it's 99% like you guys said it's 99% work. So <laughs> not <true>. my fault. <laughs> <laughs> he was the one trying to convince us. And Mr. Beast is the one who put us in the wrong place. We can blame Mr. Beast. I think that's fair. I guess I kind of wanted to end this off. And we still have a little bit of time left. But what does the average day look like for you two? Because like, I think that's something that like, you know, people forget that you're a normal person. Like, Itsu's, like, a human being, too. Like, he has to, like, eat and, like, sleep. What? You know, he doesn't just create content, like, 20... <laughs> Itsu's, like... <laughs> what is going on? Yeah, Lobs is just freaking out. <laughs> now, but it, it's true. That. Yeah. <laughs> maybe Itsu does just create content 24-7. You know, maybe we're wrong about that. No, I'm eating 24-7 and then content a little bit next to it. That, that, that's my, my <laughs> Gotcha, approach. gotcha. Sounds good, sounds good. Yeah, so what does that day in the life, like, look like for you, Itsu? Like, when are you waking up and stuff? Um... Yeah, waking up at some point, uh, then going <laughs> straight to the to the PC, to the studio, if you want to call it like this, um, yep. where I'm recording, where I'm editing and everything. I never really put that much effort into the editing. I more put like effort into trying to have like high skill content, if you want to call it like this, where it's like really, really high level content. So the quality in my mm -hmm. videos is not like that it's really fancy edited or something a lot of effects in there it's more like that i'm trying to be as real as possible in, in some regard uh, i still yeah. think i need to like work on my edits and everything because especially i think that's the direction where it's going at the moment but especially with like now three channel it's not that easy um and one big problem like problem i don't know if it's it's kind of a problem to, to some degree that i have like this double channel in clash of Clans where i have english and german so it's really hard to create yeah. yeah it's like really hard to create content in clash of Clans because in most games like brawl stars like clash royale you couldn't do like non-stop attacks non-stop matches so if you mess up <laughs> in the match go into the next one no problem yeah. well in clash of Clans, that's different you have eight attacks each in the legend yay that's a lot of room for error to do to fill two two minute videos and then you have two attacks each every 48 hours in Clan Wars. Even better. Yeah. So you can see already there's a lot of gameplay where I'm just talking over in my English YouTube channel. So which is not mm. really that easy to edit. And let's say I would edit the German video a lot. 
that would need to do the exact same amount to the English video and speak over it and edit everything again. So it would be a lot of work. And at the same time, a lot of people are saying and telling me, yeah, it's to get an editor. That's just easy. Well, the problem is <laughs> if I have only this one live video in German, let's say it's in German, I need to somehow edit it, then talk over it and then send it to an editor. That kind of makes no sense. Otherwise I could as well kind of raw record the video, send it to an editor. He's sending it back to me. I'm talking over it again, sending it. You, you see where I'm going, right? Like, it, it is it, really, it really tricky where it's like not yeah. that easy to have an editor involved. And at the same time, like I do not have, and I do not really want to invest that much time into the editing process over there. I would most likely try to put more effort in editing into the Clash Mini videos because I have only one channel. That's way easier as well. The game itself is easier to, to do content for, I think. But yeah, that's right now um, the, the overall approach for my videos. But yeah, I'm like waking up, going to my PC. Um, the videos are supposed to be online around like 1 p.m. Um, most <clears> of the time it's more like 2 p.m. if I'm not that well prepared because at the moment it's really tricky to <clears> get <throat> videos ideas. I think that's something which you know as well. It's not that easy. If people are thinking yeah. about content creation, it's like, yeah, sit in front of the PC, turn on the camera and talk to it and you're going to have a video. No, that's not how it works. You need yeah. to come up with a video idea. idea. You have to like work, not really on the, I'm not working on the script, but like at least the video idea. And you have to think already about like, what is the message about the, like, what is the, what is, what is the, the, the point? Or like, why is there the point of why should the viewer watch the video pretty much? And mm. doing that on a daily note for a couple of years, trust me, it's not going to be easy coming up with new yeah. ideas every single day where it's like not like i think i watched this video already three weeks ago why is he uploading that again that mm. wouldn't be the optimal case so yeah this is pretty For much sure. a lot of background work behind the scenes pretty much working on new ideas getting new ideas in so that's working as well and as well at the moment especially i'm trying to take a lot of free time playing other games league of legends with friends for example because at the moment, mm -hmm. I'm not that involved in Clash Mini at the moment. I'm not that involved in Clash of Clans because for a long time, Clash Mini, three months, for Clash of Clans, we had like around about one year, not a big update. Um, and if I would play those games right now too much, I would kind of burn out. Comparison, we already had that earlier with, with, the, with the food. Um, so I'm right now really trying to have chill time with friends and other games, trying to take some rest and then come back stronger when the updates drop, when there's new content again. That's right now my, my approach. But otherwise, if there's new content, like I said, waking up, recording videos, um, most likely in the afternoon, I have like two to three hours of free time where I can play something else, do something else, do something with my wife. And then at the evening, I'm going to stream again. And then after that, mm -hmm. I'm going to watch like maybe a series or something, going to bed, waking up and so on. And the next thing is obviously like this is every single day. So it's not like, okay, let's go. Tomorrow is weekend. Here we go, free time. Mm -hmm. No, no, that's probably the time where I have to wake, uh, work more uh, because I mean, that's yeah. where everyone else does not work. And this means, hey, it's better time for me <laughs> yeah. to stream and work even harder. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's tricky. Um, I think except a couple of, I mean, the last couple of years, not really, but except a couple of business trips to like, Los Angeles for the World Championship. Um, I'm going to fly to Helsinki next week uh, to Supercell again. So 
if you call those business trips not as holidays i think i did not have holidays in like the last three or four years i should probably take wow. one one at some point but yeah that's like to get someone really into the rhythm of content creation where it's like every single day and if you're skipping a day then well you have no income as well so and you might lose viewers as well so yeah at least that's my approach most of the time but right now i try to chill a little bit more and try, try to work on my mental health as well but that's the overall day i know mm -hmm. it, i, I kind of like shifted yeah. away a little bit with the answer but i hope i was able to give no that was perfect a, perfect no, answer it's like answer. overall image it seems even without a vacation you've done a good job at um not getting burnt out going three plus years without it so that is that is admirable that's awesome I think that'll wrap it up for us today. Itsu, thank you so much for coming on with us. Do you have any like things you want to plug or any final words? Only from my side, I'm super happy that I was uh, part of this. I hope you guys uh, had a lot of fun as I did with answering all of those uh, 100 percent yeah, this is great i'm happy that you guys did not go too crazy on them like it was all pretty chill <laughs> especially with the with the conversation before the stream which was not recorded you should have you should have listened to that like those guys were really like giving me crazy questions i got afraid no but kidding uh it was a lot of fun thank you so much for having me he's teaching us on <laughs> yeah they, they will be in the outtake right um <laughs> Yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> yeah, but thank you so much for having me, <laughs> yeah. and uh, let's see where your podcast is going. Yeah, awesome. very thank excited you. to see where we end up. Thanks, Itsu, and thank you to our audience for watching the, I think this will be the second episode of our podcast. We'll see. Uh, it's uh, all up in the air, but thank you guys for watching. Itsu, thank you for being here. Goodbye, everybody.